0: Welcome to the Manly, Pinterest, Manly tip show. Pinterest Tip Show, a show designed to assist man in his quest to succeed on Pinterest. If you have interest in the content you want to share, content you want your clients to see, learn ways to grow and succeed in this unique and exciting world, one man, one man will, assist will assist you on your journey. To become a pinner and grow your presence online. Men and women can share in the success. Men and women can share in the success. And here to show you how... Is your host... Is your host... Jeff C. Adding testosterone. One pin at a time. Hello folks, welcome to the Manly Pinterest Tips Podcast. I'm Jeff C. And
1: you're not... I'm very excited to share my discussion that I had with my good friend Elisa Meredith all about Pinterest promoted pins. Now, Elisa is the co-owner and chief strategist at Scalable Social Media and has years of experience working in social media and creating marketing strategies. Elisa is a huge fan of Pinterest and will be speaking on the topic of promoted pins at this month's Social Media Examiner Social Success Summit. Now, this interview that I did with Elisa is a live show where our audience is able to interact with myself, guests, and each other. If you'd like to be a part of one of our live shows make sure to head on over to manlypinteresttips.com and join our email community to find out how you can be a part of our live show you also want to make sure to stick around to the end of the podcast where ryan hanley author of content warfare pops on the show to share some tips he's learned from his experience with promoted pins as always i take so much away when i talk with elisa so without further ado let's jump right into my conversation with elisa meredith so so for for people who are just watching who have no idea when we're talking about promoted pins, what are promoted pins in a nutshell?
2: Promoted pins are basically ads on Pinterest. So you have your your pins that they show up in the feed along with everything else, but it will say promoted by Jeff C. So right now in the feed, you see people you're following, interest you're following, picked for you pins, and promoted pins. So I feel like it blends in pretty nicely. It doesn't look too much like an ad, and and uh, Pinterest says if they have at least as good engagement as regular pins so people evidently don't hate them even though some people complain about
1: them well they've got to pay my thing is any of these platforms you know instagram pinterest they've all got to make money eventually and so uh they're letting us use them for free so it's part of i think just uh the way of the world so oh, I, I don't, I don't you know, and as long as they're not, as long as I can still see my stuff, I mean, see stuff from people like I follow, like you and Peg and Rebecca or whoever and Vincent, that um, I don't mind having promoted pins showing up once once in a while. It'll be interesting to see when they start taking off how much um, more I'll see them in the feed. You know, right now it's not too bad, but I mean, they probably have some sort of algorithm that that will keep people from getting hacked off. I don't know, but I
2: think so. I think they've been so good about that, and and the way that they've set their rules for promoted pins really makes it so. Um, even if you, even if a third of the pins that you saw were promoted, they're not. It's not going to be like ads everywhere. They're still insisting that they look and feel organic, which I really appreciate. You know, you can't have like a big button that says "click here" or you, you know, it's not gonna. It's just not going to be like Facebook ads. And I think. People will appreciate that.
1: So, what are, what are some of the rules for promoted pin Since you've done all this research, what are some of the rules?
2: <laughs> well, some of the rules are that and I know this is your favorite one—that you can only use one hashtag. Um, and, and, and I don't
1: even—and I don't even think they like that.
2: No, they don't. They don't. I um, I found some document that said don't use them, and it was right from Pinterest. So. Um, and even will say in the rules, hashtags don't work on Pinterest like they do on other platforms. They don't help you track what's trending, and they confuse people. So their suggestion is, if you're going to use a hashtag, try to use one that is your business name or tagline.
1: Right. Like I, so, I used to when I did mine, I did man, I did hashtag Manly Pinterest tips, and that that makes that, sense. Did, that didn't get uh, didn't get didn't get rejected. But uh, even at I uh, was at Alt Summit that Peg said the. One of the directors of marketing from Pinterest, I think that was, said not to use hashtags because it actually lowers it on their search algorithm, you know, thing that it's just not good. And so when somebody at Pinterest says don't use hashtags, I'm not even going to use it as branding. I, You know, I don't yeah. want to I don't want to mess with it. So yeah. um, I just went. Yeah, I just quit using hashtags completely on Pinterest no matter what.
2: Yeah. I have to. I have to. Um, so that's, that's one rule that I knew would get you going. Uh, but you you can not include pricing information, no testimonials, no direct calls to action. I mean, you can, you can't say like buy now or click here, but you could say something like "discover or look or find your next or explore our collection. But that's because I don't want it to feel like ads. They want it to be organic. Um, so of course, it's just kind of common sense stuff. No, nudity um nothing oh. shocking
1: I'm, i know i'm sorry uh. no nudity? wow you <laughs> think that they'd allow that um <laughs> i had somebody the other day on pinterest that he could not understand and he and he messaged me why his his stuff was getting rejected and his boards were getting shut down and they were horrible i'm like you can't pin that stuff <laughs> i'm sorry dude
2: so even though it
1: wasn't promoted it was he was getting blocked. Oh yeah, he was getting yeah, it and it was pornographic and I was like, I didn't need to see uh, that. but Yeah. No, and he no, couldn't under he couldn't understand why. He says that's not bad and I'm like, oh, well, whatever, dude. So, yeah, that's, that's your
2: teenage kids aren't on there, maybe. Yeah, um,
1: remember who your where who who the audience is on Pinterest. Yeah. So yeah. um the other thing, um, was there any rules on what you could actually link to? Like what kind of pages? Could I go to straight? I mean, I know you had tested it before. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you you tr- I think w- we tested going straight to a sign-up form, and that didn't work. It was rejected. So, what can you what can you do to offset that?
2: Well, you. I actually have gotten uh, some promoted pins approved that go right to a landing page, and that's and it's in the rules that you can't send people from a promoted pin to a page that completely they call it a hard wall so it's uh, like a gated page or a landing page Um, they don't want it to be just a form where people basically can't see anything useful until they provide their contact information however if you create a really great landing page with a lot of good content on it that they can access before they give their information that does seem to get approved which which makes sense i mean people don't want that hard sell from pinterest they're not expecting it so give them something of value and then have that form there as if you want more you know get this um because i have tried promoting blog posts with the hope that they'll convert to a lead from a a form on that page and that that's kind of a hard thing to get to happen (laughs) so i've tried um changing like adding more calls to action throughout the text i've tried actually putting a specific landing page form at the bottom of the blog post and it still doesn't convert that well for leads for me. Um, so I have found the best conversions come from having a landing page, maybe specifically for Pinterest so that it's a lot more useful than your standard, get our ebook now landing page. Right. Uh, that, that actually is converting if you're interested in leads, which I usually am.
1: <laughs> gotcha. So, uh, when well, and, see, and- wade Harmon, you mentioned blog posts for a while he's he 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 likes using promoted pins and he's not really i guess looking for instant traffic he's mostly looking for repins because his thinking is the more repins you have the more um you know um eventually traffic back to your site long term and so that's kind of way i feel about stuff too if it's for blog posts, now for products, for, for other things, then I think that's a different story. But um, are there any best practices for like, because you, you, you already mentioned leads, is there any best practices for like um, uh, selling products or like eBooks or something like that on uh, with promoted pins?
2: Yeah, so I just got a client who uh, who sells products, so we chose some that, that were good sellers that that look really nice to promote. Um, So the things I was finding for that is that the best product pins, they're beautiful, they're actionable, they're interesting. So it also suggested taking multiple multi-product shots. So one of the examples it showed was um, like 10 different styles of sunglasses arranged very artistically in that typical um, portrait landscape. So that way you can appeal to a wider variety of people who might not like just that one style, but might like that one of the 10. Uh, So we're gonna try that on a page that has floating lockets that you can customize uh, and have it go to that category page and then they can see all of the different lockets. Um, But then we're gonna do a different test that takes them to one specific vintage looking necklace. So I'm going to, I just kind of want to see
1: what the different. Yeah, I
2: didn't,
1: are. I don't think a lot of people know. So you were saying that you could, you, you could run an ad to just a single pin, but you can also run it to a, uh, a board or a category or what, were you, um, what was that? Again?
2: No, it's more like the pin itself will link to a category in their
1: store. On their, on their, on their, um, e-commerce store. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Gotcha.
2: So I think more more often people probably think of one single product like that necklace we're going to do. But then this will take them to the category. And I'm not sure that that will convert as well. I have a feeling it will bring in more traffic and maybe fewer sales than the other one. But I think the other one will be a lot less traffic because it will appeal to a smaller audience. But the ones who do click, I think are going to be more like. Convert. So yeah. 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 So it's, it's going to be an, a fun experiment kind of. Um, And then I'm creating several different images for each product. So I'm going to try one that's just the image and then have one that has like a close-up and then another image of the same product together and just see what what people like.
1: Well, one of the things when you're talking about having these multiple products Mm -hmm. uh, or multiple pins for maybe the same product or the same kind of campaign that you're running, can you talk a little bit about what kind of analytics you have inside of the you know, to, to find out which one's performing the best, you know, because everybody wants to know that. So, like, I want to throw more dollars behind a certain one, you know, that's, you know, doing well.
2: Yeah, well, and it depends, too, on what's important to you, what you're going to look at. So you can look at total impressions. You can look at um, paid impressions. What's really interesting, and this is kind of speaks to uh, Wade Harmon and his his philosophy, which I totally agree with, because... Pinterest, in general, is, is for the long haul, right? Mm-hmm. So promoted pins are going to support that as well. So you can actually track the number of views your promoted pins get after they were repinned. So it, it kinda, you, know, you, you want to look at how many earned repins you got, how many clicks you got, how many paid clicks, how many earned clicks, the click-through rate, and you can look at that for each different image that you pin in a campaign. And check the cost per click. So maybe one of them isn't really converting that well, and the cost per click is high. So then you can pause that one image and leave the rest of the campaign
1: going. Gotcha. So um, you talked about, and one of the things people maybe not realize about promote uh, this type of pro- promoter pin that we're talking about is you're only paying for the initial pin, not the repin. And yeah. those are those are different from. There's a new type of Pinterest a promoter pin it's engagement. Is that what they call it? Is that the official yes, term it's
2: called engagement pin.
1: that we still don't, we don't really <laughs> like or understand. So that's, that's different. That one you're actually paying for the actual click and seeing it big and then repins and all that. I think you're paying for repins on that one too. You are. So, mm-hmm. so um, I would stay away from that. That's my advice. Unless, unless you're a big brand, I guess, trying to just drum up word of mouth. That's the only thing I see for those engagement pins. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are the other ones called? I mean, I, the what okay, are the original okay. ones?
2: Well, just one more point on that is that I thought maybe engagement pins would increase your follower count. Because if you click to enlarge that pin, next to it is going to be the board it came from. And a really simple button, you can just click to follow that. Right. Well, I, I not only did not see that, but in the week I tested, my average follower growth was lower than usual. So I'm not mm. saying that it caused lower growth, but it certainly did not increase my follower count. So, again, unless you really just want people to see your stuff and not necessarily do anything with it, I don't see why you would use them.
1: <laughs> so those are called engagement, the engagement pins. What uh-huh. are the? I call them the originals. <laughs> I mean, the it's not the, the
2: originals. That's the first one that
1: yeah. <laughs> what are they called? What's the official term?
2: They're called traffic. So okay. it's a traffic campaign. So obviously drives traffic to your website. So it, it's up to you to, I'm sorry, I'm getting a bit of an echo, a lot of echo actually. So in, in that case, you're only paying for clicks to your website, which means that repins, likes, um, opens, that stuff is all free. And, and that means that repins from your repins and traffic from your repins, that's all free. So even though um, you can expect to pay more for traffic pins than engagement pins, it's probably, it's, I don't see how it could possibly not be worth <laughs> the price. Right. Um, there is another kind of promoted pin that probably nobody I know is using, but um, it's a, awareness pins. And that's really for the big Fortune 500 advertisers with a minimum budget. So what's cool about that, and I and this feature is going to be released to the rest of us. They said starting this summer. I don't know that anyone has seen it yet, but it's to be able to target audiences. Mm. So this is really exciting to me. You can target based on interests, personas, life stages, uh, foodies, travelers. Um, it's going to really open up the targeting options, and I think that's going to really catch more brands' attention when that becomes available. Cool.
1: I have a feeling those will launch before the holiday season. I just oh, guess, I'm just, guessing, so. <laughs> just guessing, just guessing, <laughs> just guessing there that they may come out before Christmas. Yeah,
2: before. that would be a really smart move.
1: <laughs> yeah, because people don't realize how much traffic like Black Friday Pinterest drives. I mean, it's some crazy uh, amount. So yeah, it's. I think that th- those. I think they're scrambling trying to make sure that those get out before the holiday season start. And so, um, when do you
2: think people should start pinning for the holidays?
1: Um, well, they're already doing, you know, um, Halloween, and so it's it's gonna as soon as Halloween's over, it's gonna start up for like you know Thanksgiving and, and then Christmas right behind that. So I mean, I saw Christmas stuff in the store the other day. I was like, what? So, <laughs> so if, if the stores are doing what, as a good rule of thumb, if the stores are doing it, the big chains, you probably ought to start doing it on your Pinterest boards. I think. Hey,
2: okay, that's so. a great that's a great trigger. I like
1: that. So. Um, it gets earlier every year, it seems. So yeah. the, the, here's the question also. So what, what are the prices for promoted pins, uh, okay. and is it going up? Because so, I know a lot of marketers look and say, well, should I use, wh- why should I use this instead of Facebook ads? What's, why is it better? They're
2: still so much cheaper. <laughs> so it depends on the keywords what you're going after. I've seen some, um, because now Pinterest will show you what people are bidding for your keywords. Uh, So it will give you a range. People are bidding this between these numbers. Well, on some keywords, I'm still seeing starting out at a quarter, 25 cents per click. Um, On some, I'm seeing up as high as 53 cents as the low point to start at. Um, So uh, it depends, I mean, and if you do engagement pins, it's gonna be cheaper. I found it's about half the price, but yeah. It, matter, yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter if you don't care about it. it <laughs> money, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's interesting too, and this is something that I think yeah, Vincent first told me about and, and now I'm running a test and it seems to be true that desktop traffic is the most expensive. So you can specify, there are many, there are several different ways you can target and one of them is to choose your devices. So you can choose, um, desktop only. You can choose mobile web, which is people going to pinterest.com from their phone, which I don't even bother with. Um, you can choose, um, smartphone, you know, iPhone or Android, or you can choose tablets by iPad or other. Mm -hmm. Um, so most expensive is desktop. Then there's mobile and the cheapest is tablet.
1: So why do you think desktop is the most expensive? Because to me, well, because, you know, 80 to 90% of all traffic comes to Pinterest from mobile. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I'm trying to, is it, is it because more people will buy on a desktop than on a mobile?
2: You know, um, that would be my guess. But it's it's kind of strange because um, I, I would think that more people would buy on an iPad than a phone as well. So then why is tablet so cheap? I don't know. I I think it's probably driven by the advertisers and their expectations and their thought on what is worth what
1: I I think it has to do with rolling out the Bible pins as well. Oh can can you promote Bible pins yet?
2: You know that that's a good question. I have looked everywhere and I have found nothing on it. Vincent says he thinks yes and then Kate all says I think it was her. She said she thought she read somewhere no. (laughs) So I, I mean I have researched everything about promoted pins and i have not seen any mention yes or no
1: i would assume they would allow buyable pins because that would do that would get and i guess peg said that once you buy something on like your smartphone it's saved Mm -hmm. so it's like a one-click purchase after that and so she goes it's 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 evil yeah it's (laughs) it's, so people are gonna you know holy if the home shopping network ever gets on pinterest and starts really hitting it hard you know because my my aunt just buys it. we have boxes that she hasn't even opened, she just loves the home buying network. So yeah. if she had that yeah. on Pinterest, oh my goodness, the world well, will come to an end.
2: You know, I, I I had to buy something just as a scientific test, right? <laughs> so Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to. And it even that first time it took thirty seconds. It was so easy. So I, I think you. if they did not allow promoted pins for viable pins, I think that would be silly.
1: Well, Dr. Jean Layton says she she thinks that because more people can click and share on a laptop is her guess. So that that's a good point um, because you know they may be um, cheaper. And then uh, somebody else said that uh, Simple Pin Media said she hadn't seen any information either on viable pins if you can promote them or not. I just have a feeling I don't know why they wouldn't turn them on eventually unless there's some big tech thing that they're working out. Because uh, I just think it, it would. But yeah, I I just wonder you know. I would if I was doing a campaign because there's so many mobile, uh, more people come to Pinterest through mobile. I would almost just save money and spend more on the mobile users because there's more of them anyway. Uh, if yeah. you're trying to be a little strategic on it and um, and run a campaign and test that and turn off the desktop to see if if things would convert convert faster. The yeah. only thing is yeah. is converting how easy is your convert, your landing page to convert yes. on, yes. especially on mobile? Because um, that's, that's the one thing I see a lot of people with Pinterest is they'll have a great pin and they'll go to a landing page and it's horrible on mobile. There's a big pop-up that blocks everything. There's no way for me to close it. Yes. It drives me nuts. And so you're losing traffic if you don't optimize your where, where they're going to go on mobile from Pinterest.
2: I I totally agree. So if, if that is the case for your website, it's not easy to buy or opt in. Don't do desktop. I mean, don't do mobile, just do desktop uh, because you're going to be wasting your money. But I think it'll be fun to, to see what the conversions look like. I think um, like I I have Google analytics set up for this, this product pin campaign that I'm going to do, but I also, and I, I had never noticed this before, but Pinterest has its own conversion tracking pixel. For ads. for ads, so I'm not so sure, I'm sure not how much data ads. that's going to give this. So that's why I got both. I got both. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that <laughs> yet?
1: I haven't tried it. No. I've um, I, There's. I don't want to. I don't want to weight down my site with too much stuff. Oh, Okay. okay. So.
2: Well, I'm just to see if it will show us by image, you know, or by campaign, or or how much data we'll be able to get from it. So I'm just going to collect as much as I can. <laughs>
1: Now, let's get really super nerdy here. Um, (laughs) UTM codes, which you can use to uh, track um, pins in Pinterest. Can you do the same thing with promoted pins using UTM codes? Okay. So that's what I would do is I would set up a a UTM for your campaign and track it that way too so you'd get more data than just trying to figure it out with Pinterest's own analytics and stuff like that. Okay. So
2: maybe you can help me with that because I use HubSpot. Our most clients and that is just so
0: that is just too
1: easy and i'm still getting an echo, to, an
2: echo. turn so, me off so, and then unclick you, me okay i'll just mute you for a second okay so on the hubspot i am I can easily tell which pin, because I use the UTM tracking codes from HubSpot too, I can easily tell which people are clicking on which pin and if they become a contact and then even if they become a customer. So I'm wondering how would you do something similar to that with uh, Google Analytics and their UTM codes?
1: What was the question again? Can you hear me? Okay,
2: HubSpot. You, yeah. you can tell if a person clicks on a one particular pin from a campaign, right. I can use a UTM code so that we can track who clicks on what pin and if they become a contact from that promoted pin, and then I can tell if they become a customer from that promoted pin. But I I'm not sure how to do that with Google Analytics. So
1: Um I think so, yes. I'd have to go in and, and dive into it and see what what you can actually do. So Yes, I think you can set it up with a campaign and track if that's camp when they go through and they click on it and it becomes successful. So, yeah, okay. I think so. Okay, they say you're they say you are ex- echoing, not me. So, it's all your fault. Yeah. Once again, you broke something,
2: it's always my fault. Well, no, see, I'm my voice is echoing, but it's kind of... so if I mute you, I don't hear myself echoing.
0: <sighs>
2: hmm oh well yeah
1: all right. all right, I was trying to think of some more questions to promote okay. pins. um
2: well, I want to just talk a little bit about lead generation and and if that's what you wanted to do i yeah, I have um if you want to talk about lead generation, which is something that is big in in my industry um mainly what I try to do and it's totally dependent on how compelling your content is and how good your CTAs are on the content. So like I said, um, promoting landing pins, if they let you in, if they let you, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that really works the best for those conversions. But I think if you're looking at what do you want to promote, um, you look at which pages convert the best and then which CTAs work the best and then promote those pages. That's kind of how I do that.
1: Okay. So, what are some best practices? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Is the echo gone?
2: Yes. Okay. See,
1: it was all your fault this time. Uh-huh. It was. <laughs> who knows? Um, the question I have is: so you're talking about lead generation. Yeah. What are the and what are the best practices like when you set up a, your landing page from Pinterest? Mm-hmm. What do you what do you make it look like? What what are some of the best practices you use for that?
2: Well, I think you want to keep it cohesive. So you're not gonna you're, your your pin's not gonna be a cartoon that takes you to a landing page with a, a gorgeous photograph on it, right? It it has to make it feel like I I clicked the right thing. <laughs> Otherwise, you lose some of that trust um, that you need in order to get people to submit their information. So I think keeping the look consistent although you can create many pins it doesn't have to be the exact same image that's on the landing page and i would suggest trying many images um it should be at least look kind of like the same style gotcha um i think too now because we know it is difficult to get landing pages approved as promoted pins um put some information in there i mean people are expecting you to be helpful on pinterest you should be helpful on pinterest so when you send them to your site, be helpful. So that even if they didn't submit their information, they still come away with something of value and they don't feel like, oh, I should never have clicked on (laughs) that. That's the last thing that you want.
1: You don't don't just want them to have a headline where it says, hey, download my new ebook, and then you'll find out the answer to the question you were coming for. Yeah, so ads, gotcha. Yeah,
2: Um, and I think what's cool about, you know, with product pins, promoting those is, you know, you can't put pricing... On the pin, but you can use rich pins, which will put your pricing in the pin, right? Right. That's kind of cool. And even though you can't, um, like you could, you could put in a special offer like um, ten percent
1: off. Can you do that? Can you you do that in the?
2: You can, but you have to. You have to specify a start and end date. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is only fair. Um, Right. But like if you're Marshalls or something, and one I can't remember exactly what their tagline is, but it's something like, you know, up to sixty percent off department store prices. You can put that in, and you don't have to put a date in because it's kind of a general uh, comment on your business.
1: Gotcha. And then, well, I want I, go ahead.
2: Well, I was you're just good. one more thing about descriptions for products is um, to try to put on your best catalog descriptions. So try to add a little bit of inspirational language in your pin because of course, that's why people are on Pinterest to begin with. So don't just say yellow top, blue skirt. You know, you hmm. can make, make sure that visually and through the description, people can place themselves in that outfit, in that setting and kind of imagine who they could be if they bought that fabulous outfit.
1: <laughs> so an example would be like uh, perfect for the end of summer this yellow I, I'm not going to wear a yellow top or a, 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 a <laughs> skirt shirt, no, yeah it would not look good on me yeah um so but so you want to say something like that you want to have district descriptive language so yes, I see yes. a, I see a lot of people not doing that because they'll they'll do what you said you know like blue skirt sizes x through this or whatever Boring. um yeah so make it uh, um give give Do a good example of that, because I blew it with my yellow skirt.
2: (laughs) Well, you know what I was going to use as an example is, (laughs) do you remember the Jay Peterman catalog from Seinfeld? Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's totally over the top, right? Right. But the idea is you put people in that situation. So if you have an outfit, you can say, you know, imagine your next barbecue with your friends and the smell of the the roasting portobello mushrooms.
1: (laughs) Oh, no.
2: Uh, yeah, but you do want to include blue skirt yellow top right because right. it's going to be a keyword, but it should be sprinkled in there with some some nice language that gets people to picture themselves right there
1: gotcha i w- uh, there's another question I want to go back to uh for people who are maybe interested in. Figuring out this promoter pins how deep can you target because that's the one thing um, facebook has on a lot of stuff is that i can go and say okay i want to i want to target uh people who are going to move 50 miles from me and you know i mean so i can really drill down so um how ta- how targeted can you be with promoter pins
2: well it's not like facebook yes i think that they will improve their targeting options like we said coming soon would be that new ar- audience targeting so it's going to be let you dig into more of their behaviors, their interests, uh, life stages, things like that. Um, but now what you have is locations. So there are 210 different U.S. locations. Of course, it's all U.S. for now. Um, yeah,
1: that's a, that's a big key that our Canadian yeah. brethren like Vincent cannot use promoted pins. So, sad. yeah, so it's still U.S. only, which is... Really strange because I think they I thought they would jump on this a little bit faster, but I
2: thought so anyway. Too. Hmm. Um, okay, so then you can choose. There are twenty different languages you could target, and uh, we already talked about the devices: so desktop, Android phones, tablets, um, mobile web. Um, you can do gender, and then keywords is going to be probably your biggest way. And and Pinterest suggests that you try fifteen to twenty, which. Um, Doesn't sound like a lot until you start trying to do it (laughs) because they have to be um, relevant, but you want them to be creative and a little outside the box. Um, And they had some suggestions like if you're trying to drive engagement, which we don't care about, use terms that reflect your business as a whole. So like awareness type stuff, even though it's engagement, Um, if you're trying to drive traffic, use terms that reflect that exact product or service or information that you featured. And then um, it's suggests adding a mix of, of broad and specific terms. But then, and this is what people might not realize is that Pinterest is going to expand on that. So it's not going to be just those terms. They're going to kind of extrapolate <laughs> and, and gotcha. expand on those. Um, so they're going to show, don't worry about plurals because they'll take care of that but they'll also look at other relevant terms and and show you your results for those. And they'll also show them in the category feeds.
1: Okay. Yeah. Very cool. cool. Um, Simple pin media asks a question. I may have missed this, but is there a limit to the number of ads in your sidebar? Does that mean how many, I think does that mean how maybe uh, explain that a little deeper? Simple pin media. If uh, you're talking about how many ads that will show up in the feed, uh, in your Pinterest feed or what do you mean by your sidebar? So uh, yeah. I'm not really sure exactly what that is, but I think they are limiting in the feed how many ads you see because they're trying to mix everything up. They have the, like you mentioned before, Lisa, um, the, uh, the, uh, pins, what is it? There's promoter pins. There's picks for you. Picks for you. Um, they're trying this new language because they're um, actually now when I see, like if you pin one of my pins that you have, if save my pin or something is now the language that comes yeah, across right, my right. my notification. So hi, Eileen, how are you doing? Um, some bloggers put ads in their sidebar, so when you come over from yeah, Pinterest,
2: that is actually I understand what she means now. So if you are, and, and this is a great oh, question, um, if you have a website with a lot of ads in your sidebar, so you're using Pinterest to drive traffic to your your site, and hopefully you're you know you're hoping to get revenue from. Um, the ads over there. Yes, there is a limit, and I'm trying to remember what it is.
1: I oh, so they like if this. you, so like if you have sponsored, uh, like if I'm word WordPress and my sidebar is filled like with the you know sponsored by A or sponsored by Tailwind, you can only have so many of those in your sidebar for people to click on, or they'll reject your pin.
2: Exactly, and I can't remember what it is now. I can't remember if it's is like it, I want to say. I wanted to say five, but I don't know where I've got that information. <laughs> so okay. I'm going to have to look that one up. Good. Yeah, I glad you asked that question. Thank
1: you. That's probably an important one to, to figure out because I know a lot of bloggers have a lot of ads. And I'd that's be interested to, under, to see what counts as an ad. You know, is it just a blog of like AdWords from Google? What is it a blog? I mean, how do, I want to know how they break it down. I think yeah. that would be interesting to find out too. Come on, Elisa. Get that information. <laughs>
2: I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm
1: trying. Oh, okay. She she says she hears five. Other people say it used to be five. Oh, okay. Three. Three
2: or more in the first frame of the page. So three or more ads above the fold.
1: Well, that's weird because responsive websites depends on your screen. um, What before before the fold is. Is that Mm -hmm. what they say on Pinterest?
2: Yeah, that's what they say. You can't have three or more ads above the fold
1: huh. on your destination okay. landing
2: page. So,
1: Can you drop that link into the uh, comment section for us? Sure. So it will be uh, on the record. So we have that. So very interesting. So yeah, so if you're a blogger and you're wanting to use promoted pins and you have a bunch of ads on your website, this is something that you probably want to check out and make sure that uh, you're following the rules. Yeah, and I
2: really appreciate that too because they're, they're trying to keep contrast fun for us (laughs) we don't want to ruin it with this kind of stuff
1: or at least they're keeping it so that they can sell ads themselves and not you (laughs) well
2: that's another way to look at it
1: (laughs) yeah so okay um our price is going up that's the thing is you know they started really cheap when they were in beta they have gone up and they're slowly have you seen a big increase from when you first started
2: yes i have um when i first started i could get as many clicks as i wanted for 15 cents a click Mm. and and i'm not seeing anything like that now i'm seeing more like and i can still see maybe 25 cents sometimes you know totally depends on your keywords and the competition there but it's more like in the 30 cent range which is still so much cheaper than (laughs) than anything else um you know i'm not i don't think for me anyway there aren't is converting as well as Facebook ads and I suspect that's because of the targeting, like the limited targeting options. It's harder to get people exactly who you want, Mm, but I really think that's going to get better and as it gets better, it's going to get more expensive. So, you know, if you want to try it, I would do it now (laughs) because it's not going to get cheaper because people are going to figure out how great it is, especially for traffic. And that I think that's going to continue to be Pinterest strength, over time, is the traffic generation even
1: with promoted yeah. pins? Yeah, and just do like ten dollars. I mean, try a test for ten bucks, and um, and the thing, the cool thing is, is like like uh, Elisa mentioned earlier, you're not paying for repins; you're just paying for that initial pin. So it gets your content out there. So if you have a, a really good blog post that you think is going to do really well, or it's really evergreen that you think is going to last for a long time, you know, spend some money on these promoted pins, and it'll kind of get more bang for your buck. Uh, that way. So yeah. very cool. So anything else you want to add about promoted pins? We're getting to about 1130 my time. So I thought we'd probably stop around 1130. Does anybody else have any questions in the audience? Hey Ryan Hanley, how are you doing? Hey Ryan, have you done promoted pins on Pinterest? I know you were there for a while, but I haven't seen you on Pinterest for a while. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. You know, it just while well, he's thinking about what he wants to say, they they made a big point in their best practices publication about if you're going to brand your pins with some kind of watermark, usually your logo or maybe a website. They say be subtle about it and also make it clear. So they had some good examples of one logo that just added a it added added to the photo rather than some taking away. Um, right. So. I think that branding is like that is a good idea because as you get more repins, it's going to spread and so it's great to have your branding out there but still keep it pretty.
1: Yeah. Yeah, work on your image your images are what sell uh on uh on uh Pinterest, but you know, what's really going to be cool and this kind of ties into it uh as we kind of wrap up the but like Ryan, you know, he has a great book called Content Warfare. I think that's what his title is. Yeah, content warfare. I just had to double check, uh, yeah. but it, but but when it starts rolling out that we can use these Bible pins, uh, I think that's going to be a big deal for uh, for authors. And so, uh, I think it'll be. Hey, there's Ryan.
3: Hey, I think what's going awesome. on, guys?
1: How you doing? Hey. So doing you good. have used you have used Pinterest. Yeah,
3: it. I'm mobile, walking around my house because I'm a work at home guy. So I apologize; right. if it's a little yeah. shaky. I'll sit that, down. That's
1: cool. That's cool. Um,
3: yes, I actually uh, for a while. So the business that I work for trustedchoice.com didn't have a corporate account at first. So we had to apply and it takes a couple weeks for them to approve the ability to do the promoted pins. So I ran a couple off of my own account. Um, One was we were supporting a charity that uh, Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon Osbourne were doing some visuals for. And it was about uh, animals or something. I, I don't really remember. So we ran those around a pre- uh, around a press release and a whole campaign we had supporting them, which had our logo. And like you were saying about um, keeping the logo small, we had a couple where the logo was more prominent and a couple where the logo was just kind of small in the bottom right-hand corner. It was there, but it was subtle. And we definitely found, um, though I don't, the number, I weren't wasn't tracking it for that reason, but as a follow-up kind of anecdotal thing, we made reference to the fact that Um, When Sharon and Ozzy were front and center in the visual, uh, there was much higher uh, engagement with the
2: pin versus
3: the ones that were more of a co branded effort for sure. Right.
2: Totally makes sense. Very cool. Very cool. So, like what Jeff was saying when you came on, was that viable pins, uh, we haven't seen that you can promote them yet. I haven't seen anyone doing it. We can't find any information on it. But if, if they allow you to promote
3: viable pins, do you think
2: that might be something
3: you'd use for your book? Viable pins? Oh no! Viable. Oh, <laughs> <buyable>. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: um,
3: so, so I, this is what I'll say from promoting my book is that direct promotions of my book have been the least effective method of selling mm-hmm. books. Um, mm-hmm. I think that if I had an incredibly strong community on Pinterest, and I then I ran Bible pins. People who were basically already sold and just looking for a reason to buy might use them. But if I were coming on cold, dropping Bible pins into this platform, and I, I don't know this for sure, but I would assume that you would struggle with that because mm. I, I think that providing that um, ease of purchase works really well. And I'm I'm taking this more from Twitter and Facebook experience than from Pinterest because. Right. I would say that I've used promoted pins but I'm more much more towards the novice than, than the expert um, so my you know my perception of these tools is that if you have a really strong Twitter community and then all of a sudden you drop a uh, a twitter a, a Twitter ad which drives somebody directly to say a book if they're already kind of interested in your book have heard about it saw you on a podcast and just haven't made it there to do it then you're going to get some click throughs and some purchases and that ad- is probably well placed. But for me to just have 400 followers, never really do anything on Twitter, and then start pumping Twitter ads that are direct sales to a sales page, I think you're going to struggle with that unless your targeting and messaging is incredible. And uh, especially for authors that are driving people to Amazon, sometimes that can be pretty tough unless you already have a brand name.
1: Gotcha. So for yours, I know you're kind of a different situation because you crowdsourced your book. Yeah. Kind of. And so you had kind of a community behind it before. So did did your podcast? Is that where you drove a lot of uh, people to yeah, find out about that, your book? Is that what that it was? that was?
3: A huge the podcast was huge for me. Um, the other thing that I do for the book for for any authors that are listening is uh, I have a, a, a seven email drip campaign. So when you sign up for my newsletter or my email list before you get any other emails, the first seven Sundays. So for the first like almost two two months you get kind of a right. greatest hits every Sunday. So I don't want to bombard you. I want it to be on your own time. And I take posts that are kind of greatest hits types posts over the course of the first. And each one of those seven has in there, if you'd like to take this discussion a little further, or if you're, uh, you know, read the kind of, you know, content warfare is really a, a non content marketers content marketing book is, is really right. the, the best way to describe it. And, um, and, and I've got an incredible uh, conversion out of that drip campaign for the because People read a couple of the articles and around our uh, email three, four, five, people see the, you know, people start to say, well, I want to learn more and then they purchase. So um, there's a lot of ways to, to sell a book. Um, that's just one of them.
2: Very so cool. I, I guess what I'm hearing then is that you might be better off doing a promoted pin to a blog post that converts really well to email leads. That might yeah,
3: be your I, way. I would, <laughs> if I was to, if I was giving advice to an author about Pinterest, that is the advice. And, and again, like I said, you guys are the Pinterest experts, not me. I, I my my advice would be get them engaged with who you are and your content. Get them on your email list. Then make them aware of the things that you sell. But if you're trying to go from Pinterest cold to a book sale, you're gonna have to. I think you're gonna find it hard to produce a positive ROI and you're going to spend a lot of money to get there. Um, Yeah. Um, Yeah, I agree. agree.
1: Well, it's it's getting close to uh, uh, 11.35. I want to be uh, cognizant of everybody's time. Hey, but I want to say this. Everybody on this right now is going to be speaking at Social Media Success Summit. If you haven't signed up, do that now. All of us will be speaking there. So, uh, Elisa, thanks, Brian, for stopping by. Thanks, guys. I'm going to jump. Thanks so much. appreciate appreciate it. Bye.
2: All
1: right, Elisa, you want to wrap it up?
2: do want to wrap it up. Thanks everybody for coming by and thank you for that great question. I think that's off my radar because uh, I don't do a lot of advertising on my site, but that is a really good question because people are going to want to do that. So I'm going to add that to my notes for my presentation. <laughs> so I thank you. Thank you very much for asking that. Um, and I did include that link there that pinterest.app.box is the creative guide that that Pinterest has put out for, uh, Promoted pins, and you know, it's it's very short, um, but I think you'll find it helpful. And it, it did mention cool. that branding the branding issue we talked about. You're know, gonna add an image, uh, I mean, a logo, make it look good. Thank you, Jeff. I know this was last minute. I appreciate you coming on. Sure, and Scott, I for was the whole time. Awesome. Yeah,
1: thanks everybody for stopping by in this impromptu promoted pin session. So,
0: <laughs> thank you. For joining Jeff on his mission to help you be successful in the Pinterest world, would you like to take part in a live show? Be sure to join Jeff's email community at manlypinteresttips.com. Adding testosterone. One pin at a time.